<laughs> Good morning on SoundCloud and our podcast at Word of the Ranch. Thank you for tuning in this week. I know a lot of people listen while they're on their way to work, so thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. Bless you. And um, if you want our free daily text, by the way, if you want our free daily text and you're in the United States, just contact, comment right there, and give us your cell phone, and we can give you daily verses each day of the week. And we've heard good feedback on that, too, so (laughs) praise God forever. They're not computer-generated verses. They're man-generated by me. (laughs) So it's when I'm having my quiet time and praying, the Lord gives me the verses. So they're not automatic. Amen? (laughs) Praise Jesus. Let's pray, shall we? Yes. Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. We thank you for a fresh word and season, your living word that changes our circumstances, changes the atmosphere, changes the lives we lead. And we give you all the praises for our B-I-B-L-E, our basic instructions before leaving earth, our life manual that you left with us and inspired men of old to write. And we give you all the praises for giving it to us that we can live a blessed, blessed life through it. In Jesus' precious name. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. And just agree with me, whatever nation you're in as well, we just pray over our nations. We lift our nations up to God in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that they are before your sight because there are righteous people in them. And we give you all the praises for land of the free, home of the brave, one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. No one's excluded. So we thank you, Lord, for bringing uh, justice and recompense to your people and to your nation in which your hand is upon. And we give you all the praises for this time, this time of rest and restoration in 2022, a year of your harvest. What you've been believing for is coming to pass. Uh, The delays are over, praise God, and we just keep advancing in faith. You know, the the Lord gave Jesse to plant us a word who we're under and we support. I'll be seeing him on Monday. He'll be at our Pastor Raging Church in Marietta Monday night, so I'll be down there with him. And Pastor Art as well. Um, Pastor Art Aragon's also gone online. He's There's been a lot of people out of his congregation as well. So he's been online exclusive for his last Sunday services as well. So it, it's not just us. <laughs> but praise God for everyone tuning in at home, wherever you're at. We bless you, and we love you, and we thank you. But the Lord gave Jesse the plan a word one time. And he said, um, he, he was talking to, to Jesse, and he said, Jesse, what, what's one word that would sum up Christianity if you can come up with it? And I forgot what Jesse said, but the Lord told him, you know what my word is for Christianity? If I summed it up in one word, it's advance. We're always advancing. We're always pressing forward. Nothing can hold us back. Amen? I love that verse that all things work together for the good of those who love them and hold his purpose firm. So we're always advancing forward no matter what it looks like. Amen? If you got the Savior in in you, we're always moving ahead. He's the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Lord of Hosts, Lord of Seboeth, and he's in charge of his army. And we are the army of the body of Christ on this earth. Without us, this place would be a mess. (laughs) Amen. It would have self-destructed long ago without God on the earth through his people. Amen. So he handed his earth over to us, his people. So say it belongs to me. (laughs) His child. The earth he has given to the children of men. Psalm 24, 1 says. So praise God, it's ours. Amen. And we're taken back. We're not taking sides. We're taking over. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. And just uh, while we were worshiping, I felt the heal anointing come in. If you're at home and you've been suffering from whatever it is, just lay one hand on your chest right here. If you have two hands to lay on your chest, just do that as well. And let's just speak over our bodies in Jesus' precious name. Father, we thank you for clear lungs, new pink lungs, healthy tissue in Jesus' precious name. We thank you for the fresh breath of life that's in us through your Holy Ghost. You are still breathing life into your people. And your breath never runs out. Fresh breath for everyone today. 
under the sound of my voice wherever they are, wherever they're listening to this, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. I thank you, Lord, for new, healed, healthy lungs. Their youth shall be renewed like a child's, fresh like a child's. They shall return to the days of your, their youth, your word says. They shall run and never grow weary, walk and never grow faint. That means no shortness of breath whatsoever in Jesus' precious name. We thank you, Lord, that every sickness, every asthma, everything of uh, pneumonia, anything in the lungs is under the curse of the law which we've been redeemed from. We thank you for our total health and total well-being from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet this morning. And we put you in remembrance of these things, things you've already done when you said it is finished and it is written. So we give you all the praises for healing us, our healer, our physician, our doctor. We look to you for everything. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Freeness of breath. I just take a deep breath, amen. <laughs> He's there. You don't have to be paranoid of the virus, a disease, or you know, bad bacteria, bad viruses. He's the all in all. He's omnipotent. Amen. He's in the air right now, wherever you are. You're under a new kingdom and a new form of government. Amen. And he's your healer. Praise Jesus. So we're going to continue here in part three. Amen. Of uh, And probably wrap it up here with um, Abraham, our father of faith, the father of us all. And this will be part three. Has anyone gotten something from these series? I know I've learned through them. And our foundational verse here is the gospel, which is found in Galatians 3.13. If you like to turn there, I have a couple of scriptures this morning. Galatians three thirteen, Proverbs ten twenty two would be good ones to hold our place at. And Galatians three thirteen says this: Christ has redeemed us or purchased us out of the curse of the law, which is threefold. If you read Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight, the curse is threefold: it's spiritual death, sickness and disease, poverty and lack. So you've been redeemed out of or purchased out of through the blood of Jesus, God's. Beloved son, amen. You've been purchased out of poverty and lack, sickness and disease, and spiritual death forever. Jesus said it is finished. It's not an ongoing work. He said it's finished to all those who receive it. Believe it and receive it. They can have it. Amen. So you've been purchased out. So there really shouldn't be a day in our life where we're sick, where we're broke, or where we're suffering in any single way. Christ has redeemed us, it says. This is the good news. From the curse of the law, having become the curse for us, he became sick, he became poor, and he died for us spiritually. Amen? He broke the curse of the law by taking it upon himself. He was made the curse for you and me, so we don't have to have the symptoms of it down here on the earth. I love the verse that says, as he is, so are we in this world. Well, he ain't sick up there, he ain't broke up there, amen? And he's alive and well up there, amen? So we should be down here. Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, for it is written. I love how the first Adam fell by eating the fruit of the tree, and the last Adam, Jesus Christ, restored all good things to us through hanging on a tree. Amen. The cross. So that, verse 14 says, So that, why did he die? Why did he hang on a tree? So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in him, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So that's the good news. Christ died not only to buy us out of the curse, but also to graft us into the blessing of Abraham, the father of faith, the father of us all. Amen? Amen. 
And we know that Genesis 13.2 says Abram was very rich, exceedingly rich, very wealthy, in cattle, silver, and in gold. So that's part of our inheritance. Amen? That is now our genealogy through the, the genes of Jesus. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. So we've been redeemed out of the curse and brought into the Son of His love, the kingdom of the Son of His love. Amen? Out from the power of darkness, which comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and into His glorious light and liberty and love. What a blessed assurance. What a kingdom we live in. Amen? But we're the ones that have to put ourselves in remembrance of it daily because we're still down here on earth. And there is a Babylonian system called the world still out there that we have to not be conformed to but be transformed by the renewing of our minds to the truth to overcome the world. For the Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this is our victory, the word of the living God. Without this, we have no victory. Amen? No faith, no victory, because it's faith that overcomes the world. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Amen? So we need our Bible. God knew what he was doing when he gave us this. Amen? He gave the Christian his Bible to live by. Amen? Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the word of God. Well, you may not every, know every word in this Bible all at once, but you should know the word that pertains to your circumstance in the moment. Amen? That's how you overcome, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, by speaking the word that pertains to your circumstance to overcome it. Amen forever. Praise God. Say the powers in my tongue. <laughs> say the powers in my tongue. I say a thing and it is established for me. In Jesus' precious name. And now turn with me to that one page, uh, Proverbs 10.22, if you will. Proverbs 10, verse 22. Isn't it good to be alive? To be able to gather together, preach the word, sing songs to the Lord. What a blessing. Amen. Praise Jesus forever. We count our blessings. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow. That word sorrow there is painful toiling with it. You should like your job. Amen. And what was that? The men's warehouse, that slogan that guy always came to? You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. You know, you got to like your job. I guarantee it. God says. Amen. So the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no painful toiling or sorrow with it. You should be enjoying what you're doing in life. Amen? Life's too short not to. <laughs> really. It's too short not to be in the place where God has us. Amen? <laughs> it's such a good thing to know our mission in life, our personal mission statement. Amen? Our mission statement for the ministry here is training others to live victoriously through the Word of God. Amen? And you can't live victoriously without the Word. Amen? There's a lot of churches who go under who don't preach the Word. They're not living victoriously because they don't have the Word. You can't just have the Spirit. You've got to have the, the Spirit and truth. Amen. Jesus said that my people shall worship me in Spirit and in truth. In Word and truth. So songs without the Word aren't, aren't truth. <laughs> You've got to have truth, the Word, in your worship to be effective, to change your life and atmosphere. Amen. I wonder what Paul and Silas started singing in the prison to, to loose their chains. Pretty sure it was Scripture, don't you? Amen. Praising God, giving God the glory, repeating Scripture and Psalms just like David, singing songs to the Lord, truth to the Lord, and getting victory after victory every time. Amen. So now go with Romans to uh, the book of Romans, if you will. Romans was uh, written to the Romans <laughs> by Paul the Apostle. And it's a pretty thorough book if you've read the book of Romans. A lot of sound doctrine in the book of Romans. But here we see um, Abraham, our father of faith. 
and how he overcame and how he lived by faith. And you, there, there were moments of doubt. We saw that where, where Sarah laughed. I believe there's Harleys in heaven, so I, I'm not biased. Where Sarah laughed, Abraham missed it sometimes, questioned it, and God was right there with his word again. He didn't have the written word, so he had to communicate it over again, or, uh, you know, what is that? That's not orally. Orally's through the mouth, but... Yeah, through the years, through the years, over and over again, hearkening unto the voice of the Lord. So here we are, the father of our faith, and we'll go to Romans 4.16, and it says, Therefore, therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace. So here we see no faith, no grace. You can't enter into the throne room where the grace or the favor of God, that word grace means unmerited favor, you can't enter into the favor of God without having faith in God first. It says, he who believes that God is must, or he who comes to God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you have to come into grace through faith, just like we did. We came in the kingdom through faith in Jesus, right? You had to hear the word on the subject to actually receive the subject. Amen? You had to hear the word about Jesus to receive him. So first comes faith. That's how I got my healing, too. After a year and a half, I had to receive the word on healing. And then speak it just like I got saved. You know, I believe in my heart Jesus died and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. That's how I got saved. That's how I got healed. I hear the word on healing. I speak the word on healing. I confess with my mouth. And confession is made unto salvation. These are just spiritual laws that work. You know, you have to receive the word through faith. I believe he's a rewarder of me who diligently seeks him. I take that word. I speak that word. And here comes the manifestation no matter how long it takes. But first, you have to believe what you're hearing. You can't just speak what you're hearing. You have to first believe what you're hearing. You know, faith comes by hearing. You have to, you have to release your faith and take hold of it through the arm of faith before you ever speak it. That's why there's testimonies of people who say, I don't believe in that confession business. Well, you know, suit yourself. It's working for you right now. <laughs> But, I, you know, I've confessed that I was free from cancer, and uh, I had a friend that died from cancer. She was confessing all her life. Well, she never believed the word. It has to be real in your heart, and then confession is made unto salvation. You know? You can't just follow someone's example, you know, experience. You have to follow the truth. You have to follow the word. Amen? So we receive the word in our heart. I believe this is truth. Like Billy Graham. His ministry started. He put this book on a tree stump late at night one time in the back hills of North Carolina. And he said, I believe this word is truth. I receive it by faith. And I will preach this truth. And that's when his ministry took off, started. Is the moment he received the word as truth. First place and final authority in our lives. So we have to first make that declaration. A quality decision that I'm not going to be moved by what I see or feel or hear. I'm only moved by the word of the living God. This is real. This is truth. I decide to live by this. That's a quality decision that will heal your body. And, and get you saved, amen, and prosper you in your finances. Once you receive this word of truth as God Almighty to you. God wrote this just for you, amen. It's not really a book, they're all letters. They're all personal letters, you know, partner letters really to me and you. From men moved by the Holy Spirit who wrote it. Praise God forever. So I receive that word, by his stripes I'm healed. Yeah, you can hear that and say it, but do you believe it? You have to believe it to receive it. So here it says, therefore it is a faith that it might be according to grace. Again, no faith, no grace. Amen. So that the promise might be sure to all the seed. That's me and you. To all his seed. 
not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, that's me and you, who is the father of us all, the father of faith. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. This is what Abraham and Sarah did. They called their son into being. They called Isaac to pass. From age 75 to age 99, they called in Isaac. Amen? (laughs) That was a period of almost 25 years it took for them to manifest their son Isaac. So don't stop. We learn here through our father Abraham, he had tenacity. He just didn't quit. And he didn't quit until he got what God said. Amen? So he gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Ephesians 5.1, who Paul also wrote, says, Be ye imitators of God. This is what God does. This is what Abraham did. This is what we should do. Calling those things that do not exist as though they did. God said it. That settles it. Amen. He said, I'm having a son. I'm going to have a son. Amen. Isaac will be born. That's just what God said. He hastens it to perform it. I believe it. That settles it. Who, contrary to hope, looking at their natural bodies, contrary to hope, in hope he believed. So that, so that, so he had to believe, so that. Amen. So that he became the father of many nations. His faith paid off. It always will. It's the victory that overcomes the world. Remember? According to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. So there'll be times where you have to shut down your reasoning mind and just go into faith, land, and belief. Amen? And just walk by faith and not by sight. He did not consider his own body. Proverbs 3, 5 says, We lean not on our own understanding, but in our all ways we acknowledge him and he directs our path. So that's not a head life, a thought life. That's a, a faith life. Amen? That's of the heart, not the head. Amen. So he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old, 99. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, who was 10 years younger than him, so that puts her right around 90. Amen. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. How was he strengthened in faith without the written word of God? Remember, he didn't have a Bible. We do. Amen. But he was strengthened faith, strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, thanking him for the promise. Lord, I give you praises. It don't look like it's going to happen, but praise God, your word is settled in heaven and on earth forever. Amen. <laughs> he gave glory to God. Thank you, Father. Isaac's coming. I've already prepared the bassinet for him. 25 years in advance. Amen. So you got to prepare for what you're believing for. If you're believing for your harvest this year, make sure you have barns to contain it. Amen. Uh, he says he'll bless your storehouses. Do you have a savings account? If you don't have a savings account, you'll have to get a storehouse started for him to bless you into. Amen. Because he says he, he'll overflow your storehouses. Hey, that's one of the first things I had to do. I didn't get a savings account to keep the blessings. Amen. Praise God forever. Amen. And he taught us from the ground up. Amen. Not being weak in faith, he did not consider his body already dead and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in his faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what God had promised, God was also able to perform. Fully convinced that what he had said in his word, over 7,000 promises to us now, in the written word of God, that what he has promised, he is able also to perform. Amen. 
This is how we live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And therefore, in verse 22, it was accounted to him for righteousness. For righteousness. And now to one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, if you will. The Hall of Fame of Faith. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Praise Jesus forever. Hebrews 11 gives us really the definition of faith. It says, now faith is. So we see here that faith is now current. It's right now. Faith is now. Amen. You have faith for right now. Right now. <laughs> Amen. You can receive your healing right now. You can receive your money right now. Amen. You already got your salvation. Amen. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health, just as your soul prospers. So you're already saved. You're going to heaven. You don't have to worry about that. But you should uh, be believing in your money and your health on a daily basis. Amen. Because the enemy's trying to take it from you. He's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If he can steal the word on the subject, he's got you. So keep the word before your eyes. Proverbs 4.20 Now faith is the substance. It's literally stronger than the things we see. Because it's what made the things we see. Amen. God spoke and God saw. But it was his faith. It didn't come from nothing. It wasn't just a big bang. It was God's faith that created everything. It came from faith. Paul says here, faith is the substance. It's the tangible property that gives things their reality. Faith is the tangible property that gives things their reality. It's the substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? Faith will create it. It's the substance you need. It's the DNA you need, amen, to create something. It's the seed you need to produce things. The evidence of things not seen. See, faith is stronger evidence than things because it's faith that created those things. So God is more interested in our faith than in our things because he knows faith is what produces our things. Amen? Our health and our body, our healing to all our flesh, our finances, amen? Our relationships. It's faith that produces these things. Good jobs. Whatever you're hoping for, faith is needed to produce it. That's why he gave us his word, amen? Just like he gave it to Abraham, the spoken word of God. Praise Jesus. The evidence of things not yet seen, for by it, well, what's it? Faith is it. Faith is it, amen? There is an it in faith. It's it. <laughs> That's what we need. Faith is it. For by it, faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. You'll obtain a good testimony on earth too if you live by faith. By faith, we understand. Notice here, faith brings understanding and knowledge as well and revelation into those things. By faith, See, if you're looking for an answer and you don't have it yet, you'll have to receive it by faith. I receive the wisdom. I receive my answer through faith. If you find someone really difficult to love, you'll have to love them by faith. Everything starts and ends through faith. Amen? By it. By faith we understand that the worlds, plural, not just one. You know, not just one galaxy. Multiple, billions of galaxies we now have proven on record. The worlds were framed or established by the word of God, his faith spoken out into the atmosphere. These are how they were established, by the spoken word of God, just like Isaac, by the spoken word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Amen? Everything we see right now, including us, were, made, were not made of visible things. Amen? Faith is a seed. It's a container that holds creative power. 
And it has to be released through words. You can't just think a thing to get it done. You have to speak a thing to make it happen. I talked to a little grocery clerk at Trader Joe's the other day. <laughs> She's a young gal. And she just out of nowhere, she said, I'm learning how to manifest things. And I said, oh, yeah, because that's kind of the new age thing. They kind of dive into that kind of stuff. And I said, oh, really? Oh, cool. She's like, yeah, I'm learning how to, to, how to think things into being. I said, well, no words, no creation. She said, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to put words to your thoughts to create things. Hey, so thoughts aren't enough. We don't control our minds and Satan through our thoughts. We control through our words. Amen. Just like Jesus did in the wilderness, he controlled that foul serpent through his words. Amen. He spoke the word get and he left for a season and never found an opportune season to return. Jesus chased him off for good that day. Amen. When he was 40 days in fasting too. Malnourished. Amen. Chased him off and never to return. Praise God. We can do the same thing. But it takes words to bring things into being. Just like God. It takes words. Faith-filled words produce great things. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. See, your faith can change visible things, that means. Faith is the substance. And here we go. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. There's been many times I've had to bring offerings and tithes to the Lord, to the local church through the tithe and offerings to other ministers by faith, because <laughs> I needed it. So it took faith for me to even bring my offering in, amen, to offer it up to God. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, his offering, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch, remember Enoch? Mm -hmm. Him and Elijah, the only two that went up with God, amen, just, just took him up, <laughs> amen, didn't die. But Elisha, on the other hand, is the only man that has brought someone back from the dead while he was dead. Elisha is the only one in the Bible that while he was dead, he raised someone from the dead. It says that mad soldier fell into the pit of Elisha, the tomb of Elisha, and his bones raised him from the dead. Just touching the bones, the bones were still anointed, amen? With the life and the power of God. And that's a good testimony, amen? When you're dead, you can raise people from the dead? That sounds like Jesus, amen? Praise God, raising people up in the pit of hell. Praise God. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Didn't die physically. God took his body. Amen. Probably transformed it in the air somewhere. And was not found because God had taken him. Walked with God. For before he was taken, he had this testimony. This is why. That he pleased God. That's it. And our Bible says, without faith... It's impossible to please Him. Do we see our faith life we're supposed to live? <laughs> How important faith is. It's the victory that overcomes this world. <laughs> he was not found because God had taken him, for he pleased God. But without faith, here it is, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. See, he's a rewarder of the faithful. He's a rewarder of the diligent. Amen? Diligence should definitely be preached in the church. You do your work with excellence. You're a diligent person. I'm a diligent tither. I'm a diligent sower. And God rewards me daily. Amen? Because I'm diligent, he's diligent toward me. Amen? We set the standard on our blessings on earth. Amen? Not God. We set the standard. 
And then he blesses us in return. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Remember Jesus' words? Shall we add, men and women, add unto you? For the, with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. So our harvest is up determined by us, not God. Amen? Praise God. That's why some people just have more stuff than others. They're determined in their harvest. Amen? From the seeds they sow. That's it, really. Because when I look through my Bible, all I see is the spiritual law of seed time and harvest. That's the only defining link there. Seed time and harvest. Some people just sow more than others. Amen? Praise God forever. What verse did I leave off on there? Verse 7, here we are. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You know, that's actually what the word disciple means, is disciplined one. Jesus is 12, and then it grew to 120 in the Jesus Christ Evangelistic Association. <laughs> grew to 120, but they were called disciples because they disciplined themselves daily to walk with him and spend time with him. That's a disciple. Those who discipline their flesh to actually be around him. Amen? Those are disciples. So he's a rewarder of his disciples, those who diligently seek him. It says, By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, the flood, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, eight, eight people, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. And, you know, without the rainbow, God said, you know, I, I won't flood the earth again. Some of us are like, hey, do it again, Lord. <laughs> Just drown the unrighteous, amen. Do it again, Lord. But he put that rainbow in a sign as a covenant that I, I can't do that again. Amen. I can't flood the earth again. I, I promised. There's my sign of my promise. That rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Amen. More gorgeous than circumcision. Yeah. <laughs> the sign of the covenant. Amen. But he says, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not seen, he moved with godly fear, honor, respect, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. His head didn't know where he was going. His heart did. He was led through the Spirit. Amen? He just kept obeying the Word of God step by step. He went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations. He waited. Whose builder and maker is God. <laughs> we got to get that guy in our service. That's twice. Bring him in. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. By faith, she received strength in her mortal body, which doctors would have probably told her, you can't have kids. You're well past. Amen. But she received strength to conceive that seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. That's our key to victory. We judge him faithful who promised us these things. He's a faithful father. Amen. The more we're faithful, the more we'll believe his faithfulness. We'll see it through his lens. The more we become like him, who he actually is. It takes that becoming process to see our father for who he really is. And he perfects and confirms our faith and he takes us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Until we see him face to face, we're supposed to know more and more about him until that day. Until we fully see him as he really is. 
Because he fully knows us. But Paul says, then we'll see him as we are fully known. Amen. But it's a growing process, a learning process. The more we become like him, the more we can see him. Amen. Through our character development into who he is. So she received strength to conceive seed and bore the child when she was past age. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. That's a good judgment. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead. <laughs> we're born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises. Jesus hadn't come and died on the cross yet, that means. But having seen them afar off, they saw Jesus afar off. Even Melchizedek, a type and shadow of Jesus who Abraham tithed to, saw Jesus afar off. Amen? Enoch saw Jesus afar off. All these men, Noah, saw Jesus afar off. The gospel, the blessing himself. They saw him, amen? Through faith. Through faith. Just like we're supposed to be able to see heaven through faith. Our homeland, amen? What's to come? Amen. Hallelujah. It says he'll burn up the earth with fervent heat. And then we'll establish a new earth and a new heaven in which dwelleth righteousness. Things are going to look gorgeous without sin. Amen? Without being tainted by the enemy and his cohorts. <laughs> Therefore, from one man and his good as dead, were born as many as the skies, the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. And these all died in faith, having not received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them. They saw him in the spirit. They saw him through the eye of faith. Faith being the substance, they were assured of them. Embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. I remember Orazio told me that one, one day here at the board and care over there. He said, we're just passing through here. And that always stuck with me. We're just passing through here. I said, yeah, we really are. He knew that. You know, life's just temporary. It's not, we're pilgrims. They confess these things. We're pilgrims and strangers here. We're not just living for now. Amen? We're living forever. But we're pilgrims and strangers on the earth, just passing through. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. <laughs> I'm looking forward to my home, where we came from. Amen? Our birthplace, heaven. I'm looking forward to that, just like Jesus, who endured the cross for the joy set before him, his homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country, we see here heaven's a country, from which they had come out, they would have opportunity to return there. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So he likes the city and he likes the country. He's got a city within his country, amen, where his throne is. It says the streets of the city are made of gold. Not the country. But the city, city streets. There's not too many streets in the country, right? But the city streets are all made of gold where his throne room is. Amen? And then we got the country. You know? And then we got the baby Christians who were living in a van down by the river somewhere. <laughs> who didn't learn much of anything on earth, but somehow they made it in. <laughs> Amen? I think we all know some of those people. Man, they got in by the skin of their teeth. I was trying to get them saved their whole lives. And on their deathbed, they got in. Gee! You know, here I am living a perfect life. They get saved at the last moment. Well, those will be the ones in the apartments or the vans down by the river when you're living in your mansion. Amen. Because he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Praise God. There's rewards for those who diligently seek him. Amen. Right now and for the hereafter. It pays to serve God. Amen. 
pays to get to know him. Praise God. We're wrapping up here. They desire a better that is a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. That's me and you. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, will all go through testing, trials, afflictions, circumstances. Tests and trials can be brought by the Lord, but um, um, tribulations aren't. That's scriptural. Tribulations are brought by the enemy. Adversity is brought by the enemy. He is our adversary, not God. But tests and trials, yeah, God tests and tries the heart. You know, there'll be times, there'll be many times in my giving, my sowing and my tithing, release this. You know, when I'm trying to hang on to it, you know, God says, release it. See what I can do. Amen? It's just God. He tests and tries the heart. So there are testing times and there are trying times, just like it was with our father Abraham. For when he was tested, he offered up Isaac. That was his best seed. That was his offering. His son. His best offering. Waited 25 years to get that. Do you think that was a prized possession to him? You know, we're believing for houses or cars. You, you finally get it. It's the one you want. Did I really have to give it away? See, God wants all of us. He wants everything. Because it's all his. So this is God testing Abraham's heart with his best. Will he give me his son? If he gives me the son which he waited for 25 years, walked by faith to receive, I got him. I got my man. Amen? He'll hold nothing back from me. So he tested him. And he, and he proved faithful. And offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Sound familiar? God the Father... Father Abraham with Isaac, Jesus, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able even to raise him up from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Abraham pretty much said, Hey, if I kill my son under God's orders, God's going to raise him up because it's his promise, not mine. Amen? I'll just, be, I'll just be obedient. God's able to raise him from the dead even. But at least I did my part. I gave him my best. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. He did by faith, which means he didn't have the words to bless his, his grandchildren, his son and grandchildren. Amen? He didn't have the words yet. It says he did it by faith. So he moved in faith to bless them, and then here came the words. Amen? Laid hands on them. Here came the blessing upon them. Blessed their seed, in which we're in a lineage of now. Praise God he passed that blessing along. Amen? The blessing line. Praise Jesus forever. I'm losing my place here. Of whom it was said in Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which also he received him in a figurative sense. Verse 20. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Verse 21. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents, because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than, the, than to live a blessed or semi-blessed life with the Egyptians, than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin with the Egyptians esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he looked to the reward. This is what men of faith did. 
but you look to the reward. You don't do anything. You're trained to not do anything without a reward attached to it. That horse down there is trained to do something with a reward attached. And if you stop giving him the, the reward, his obedience is going to start withering. Amen? So there has to be a reward. Our Father knows this. This is how he set things up with the reward attached. Amen. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the kings, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. He endured through eyes of faith on seeing Jesus. <clears throat> By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. The waters didn't part until he put his staff in the water, which means he was standing with water up to his knees in that Jordan River, in the Red Sea, sorry. It took a step of faith for the waters to part. Amen? But the waters weren't parted when they got there. No, they had to take steps of faith for them to part. Amen? So God won't usually act until you act. You gotta take faith steps because without faith it's impossible to please them. When I'm gonna go with my wife, when I'm gonna get my better job. Well, have you acted in faith for anything? Have you taken a step? That's how it works for me. Can anyone relate to that? It took me going outside my comfort zone and taking a step of faith and God meeting me right there on the water. Amen? Does it work like that for you too? It worked like that in the Bible for everyone. You gotta take a faith step. Hey, God's not moving. I, I can't hear him. What's going on? It may be your turn to move, as Terry Mai says. Have you thought about that? It may be your turn, not God's. Amen? Faith steps, amen? We walk by faith, not by sight. Praise God. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. Why? They didn't have the word. They didn't have faith. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the heart of Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, Faith will make you strong. Became valiant in, in battle. Turned to flight. Wind's got me. Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Through faith. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Resurrection. Gotta love those guys. <laughs> nope. I'm going out now. This is how I'm going. Amen. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, sawn in half, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, pilgrims on the earth, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They, the world was not worthy, amen? The world wasn't worthy of Jesus either, but he came. We weren't worthy of him, but he came. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And all these having obtained a good testimony through what? Through faith. Through faith. Did not receive the promise, Jesus, the Messiah. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. 
praise God for Jesus. Their faith brought Jesus to earth for us. Amen? If these mighty men weren't moved of all and spoke words of faith, Isaiah prophesying the Messiah over and over again through his whole book, Jesus couldn't have come. It took men on earth to speak God's words from heaven, to bring the heavenly Son to earth from heaven. Amen? Everything gets changed and set up and established through words of faith. Amen? This is how our fathers of faith lived. This is how Abraham lived. He spoke those things which were contrary to natural circumstances and established a better covenant for us and literally brought the blessing himself to earth through not giving up, not quitting, but continuing to sow words of faith. Amen. Isaac was born. Now we're here. The blessing line. Amen. Christ came through men and prophets of old who refused to give up on the living word of God. And we're instructed to do the same thing. To never quit. I'm here right now in Galatians 6. And Galatians 6 verse 9 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And verse 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good or speaking good, or speaking the word of the living God. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart and quit. That's the only requirement to our victory. Not quitting. Staying in faith no matter how long it takes. Took Abraham 25 years. Amen. I've heard of Kevin Copeland. It's taken some things in his ministry 40 years to come to pass. But he stuck with it. Amen. Jerry Savelle, 25 years before he got his first airplane. Jesse DePlantis, 25 years before he got his first airplane. Believing God for those things. Tools to go preach the gospel with. Amen. So some things take a while, but they didn't quit and they got what he said. Amen. What has God promised you today? Amen. What's your faith battle? What are you believing for? If we don't quit, the Bible assures us we will have that. If we stand in faith just like our father Abraham. Isn't God so good? Isn't God so rich? Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost and stir up some dreams. Praise Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We thank you for planting the kingdom of God within every member of the body of Christ. We thank you, Lord, for resurrecting dreams, beliefs, hopes, things we've seen in the future that have not come to pass yet. And we give you all the praises and the glory for him, just like our father Abraham and mother Sarah, who praised you and gave glory to God, not being weak in faith but was fully convinced that what you have promised, you are able also to perform it. You don't need us to do it. You just need our faith. So we give you our faith today and praise you for every word, every blessing that you've promised us today. We call it to pass in Jesus' precious name, and we are faithful not to quit just like you. Thank you for enduring the cross, for the joy sent before you, for saving us, saving the lost. We give you all the praises for grafting us in to the blessing of Abraham, becoming the curse and removing it far from your people. Sickness bow down to Jesus. Poverty and lack bow down to Jesus. Death or fear of death of any kind, bow your knee to Jesus on the cross now. We put you in remembrance, Satan, of all Jesus did. Our fulfiller of the law, our perfecter of our faith, our healer, 
our provider, our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for your covering upon your people, your covering upon your church and this nation, and every nation in which your children dwell. We give you praises for their divine protection. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We stir up the gifts that are in us through praying in unknown tongues. Thank you for our heavenly prayer language that the thief, the devil, cannot understand, but the ears of heaven are open and attuned to. And as we pray in an unknown tongue, we believe mighty things are coming to pass. In Jesus' precious name, as you instructed us to do. And if you're online and don't pray in tongues, just say this with me. Holy Spirit, I receive you with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. Come on in and fill me fresh. In Jesus' precious name, the Holy Spirit is your gift promised to the church. Jesus is the gift promised to the world, but the Holy Spirit is the gift promised to just the church. So we receive you, Holy Spirit, in full. Fill us fresh this morning and move us to do great and marvelous things through speaking words of faith and utterance in which you give. Lord, I thank you for childhood dreams that come to pass before we leave this earth. I thank you, Lord, that the dreams in our heart rise up to the surface and you give us the wisdom to manifest them here on earth before we leave. Thank you, Lord, that we can leave our mark on this earth through the earmark of faith. We give you all the praises. We create it through faith. We sustain it through faith, and we end it in faith. And we give you all the glory for it. Thank you for giving every member the measure of faith when they are born again. Bless you for that great and precious promising gift. Holy Spirit, use us and utilize us to exercise that gift on a daily basis. Let our faith not go wasted. Let our talent that you placed in us not be buried. We use our faith daily. Faith is now. Faith is today. And we give you all the glory and the praises for it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I sense his presence. Just don't want to miss anything in the Holy Ghost. Let's just pray under our breath a little bit here. Father, thank you. Thank you for healing your people today online. We reach out our hands to those online who have been sick or ill. We bless them, Lord. You are the healer and you said we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I thank you for that healing anointing going into them now. In Jesus' precious name, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, you've called every member to be a healer through you. And we give you all the glory and the praises for it, for hastening your word to perform it, and for using our faith. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name forever. We pray over this area. We sanctify it. There will be no accidents here, no drive-bys, no burglaries, no violence of any kind, for we the righteous are here in this city. And we give you all the praises for doing it, saving the city because of a handful of praying righteous men and women. We pray over Orange County in Jesus' precious name. We take Orange County back. We thank you for this hub that you created here, a hub of the gospel, hub of your church, a powerful area in the United States. May it grow and expand 
to regions around us in Jesus' name through us. Thank you, Lord. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you quicken every believer in the United States to vote this year. Quicken their hearts to vote. Quicken us to move. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. We agree that every believer votes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We take back this nation through the arm of faith. Thank you, Jesus, for using each one of us, using our faith in the name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We love you guys. We're going to take up our offering. It's good to be able to give. Amen. Father, we just thank you for precious promises outlined in your word that the giver is due a harvest. So we just give with the reward in sight. For you are faithful to do what you promised. And I just want to read from Malachi, the Italian prophet here in the Old Testament. <laughs> I guess they took the book of Prosciutto out that was right after this. <laughs> Malachi 3. <laughs> Hey, pork was under the law. Okay, fine. <laughs> no pursuit for you. <laughs> Malachi 3, and the tither's reward. It says, verse 10, Bring all your tithes, the first 10%, into God's storehouse. Ask God where his storehouse is. Amen? You should know where your local church is and who your pastor is. Ask God where you should tithe. That's where you'll flourish. Amen? That's up to us. Bring all the tithes into God's storehouse that there may be food in his house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven. I always try God in my tithe. Amen? And I get rewards when I tithe because of it. And try me now in this. The only verse in your Bible God asks you to try him in is in the tithe. Try me now in this. Now is now. Faith is now. Says the Lord of hosts, that's the Lord of heaven's armies. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you, say me, such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. It matters where you tithe. It matters where you tithe. Try a minute. Test the tithe. Amen? Tithe to where he says. Test a minute. Amen? You should be reaping from your tithing, what it says here. Amen? These are your rewards, your benefit package as a tither. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven, and pour out for you such blessings that there will not be room enough for you to receive it all. And I will rebuke Satan the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall your vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Your business, your business, it says, shall not fail to bear fruit for you in the earth. Amen. What the work of your hand will never fail if you're a tither all while you're on earth. Isn't that good news? Amen. Says the Lord of heaven's armies. And all nations will call you blessed, the tither nation. For you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. That delightful land is, is promised to a tithing land. Amen. To a tithing people. Praise God we're tithers. Amen. I got my tither card in my back pocket printed up from heaven. Amen. Satan, tithers, right? See this? I don't even have to rebuke you. You're rebuked for my sake just because I'm a tither. Amen? You can't touch my body. can't touch my finances, my business. 
The ministry, everything we put our hand to prospers because we're tithers. Amen? Amen. Tithing is the umbilical cord to heaven. Amen. I'm going to stay linked up all the days of my life. How about you? <laughs> Praise God. Abraham was a tither. I'm a tither. Amen. And Lord, we just bring our offerings and tithes into you, our faithful, merciful high priest, that enlarges our harvest, then multiplies our seed sown. We give you praises for multiplication, that everything you touch multiplies. Thank you for bringing it back into our hands for more to give with, more to bless others with, and more to be prosperity agents on this earth with. We give you all the glory for the blessing that's on us, for it's the blessing of the Lord that's making us rich, and you add no sorrow with it. Thank you for your promises in Jesus' precious name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Praise God forever. It never fails. During offering, work comes in. I mean, right here on my phone. Every time. Every service. I have it come through. Which is why I have to put it on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Amen. So praise God. God is good. Amen. Amen. He'll honor your giving. I mean, just look at our lives. God took us from the ground up. You know, we live a blessed life. You should do some research on the people around you. Amen. Look into their lives before you start giving into their lives. Amen. Praise God. Amen forever. Can't trust everyone. We just do our research. Amen. What happened to common sense? You know, just people believe in everything everyone says? Believe in the news media? Since when did that happen? That people believe, you know, the news media over their pastor? You know? Over God? That's just crazy. <laughs> Amen. So just do your homework on who you're sowing into. Amen. Who you're associating with. Praise God. God will show you the, the, the right way, the best way. Amen. We love you guys and thank you and bless you at home. You're healed in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>